Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Hello. Okay. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more. I'm Nancy Kerala, your host, and today we are having a special guest, Jennifer Woods, who is a fellow CDF survivor. First off, we want to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. Please visit their website at cloroxhealthcare.com forward slash CDF radio, where Clorox is keeping environments safer. So right now, I'd like to introduce our guest, Jennifer Wood, to the program as we are going to be discussing positive changes that can affect how we feel. Welcome to the program, Jennifer. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Oh, we are so grateful that you are here today. And there is a lot of information, um, you being a CDF survivor, uh, that you can share, uh, excuse me, with me in helping others understand how small ways, in big ways, how just a little change, a little change can uh, help people and individuals, patients and families feel better. So, Jennifer, first off, let's start out by, uh, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. Um, so, I am a C. diff survivor. I had C. diff in 2018, um, and I had uh, five reoccurrences. It lasted for about nine months, um, a few hospitalizations. And it was a very long, um, very long, difficult, painful experience. Um, it wasn't just painful in the sense of physically, which it was extremely, probably one of the most physically painful things I've ever been through. Um, but it was mentally painful as well. I felt very alone. Um, and you know, stuck in my house for a long period of time. Um, and it just felt very long and drawn out, and I felt very lonely and sick and dirty for a long time. Um, I was able to get... Um, I had two fecal transplants, um, of which the second one was successful. Um the first one was not successful, and I did end up um, in the hospital after the second one. Um, so, uh, yeah, that that's pretty much what what I went through with my C diff experience, and and now it's been it's been almost a year since I had my second fecal transplant, um, and I have not had C diff since. Um, you know, it hasn't been a miracle year where I've just suddenly gotten better, you know. I mean, I went through a lot with C. diff, and um, I've had some problems since then. It's taken me a very long time to get, try to get weight restored, um, but I did beat C. diff, and so I have a chance, and... um in that time, I did learn ways to help myself not 
feel so alone and depressed. Um, you know, and I did learn these different ways that we can feel better when we're in this situation because it can feel so hopeless. And um, I don't want anyone to feel the way that I felt when I went through that experience really ever again. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. And I just want to give back to this community. Um that I'm so glad that I found this community and and um, would love to help in any way that I can. Well, we appreciate your um, story, Jennifer, and for sharing your journey. Um, we both know that it is a long road of healing process uh, and yeah. how much it takes to recover from even one C. difficile infection without recurrences. And like you said, you know, yeah. you had five recurrences in a nine-month illness and it is um, yeah. we, we know the road to recovery and healing is slow um, and it's quite individualized no two patients are the same in any way uh, we all share one big common denominator um, and that's having the C. diff infection um, Jennifer if you don't mind me asking you are you experiencing any symptoms residual from the C. diff infections at this time? You know it's, it's hard to say um <laughs> Probably, probably. I mean, it's just, it's hard to say. I mean, this, this, the issues that I have now, uh, I think because I didn't eat for so long due to the C. diff, now my stomach has a hard time digesting food. Um, I've lost so much weight. Um, I've developed GERD, um, you know, and some other issues, basically acid reflux. You know, so, yeah, I would definitely say I've developed some some issues and 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 trying to gain the weight back is is the hardest part for me, um, and just eating again without having pain that has been the hardest, really the hardest thing for me, exactly, yeah, gaining that strength um, back, trying to find a doctor a nutritionist that understands how this particular issue works and can help us find our road to recovery. Right. And, you know, um, the CJ Foundation uh, offers the uh, a couple of avenues for support. Um, I didn't know exactly. if you were aware or have tried them. So, yes, I am going to reach out and, and touch base with her. Okay. With Karen Factor. The registered with Karen, is available at no cost to anyone uh, the third Saturday of every month um, by, you know, telephone conference calling for nutrition assistance. And um, then we have uh, every support call is, uh, like I said, free of charge for families, for caregivers, patients, and um, accessible from 57 countries. Uh, on every fourth Monday, we have two gastroenterologists, Dr. Paul Fierofstadt and Dr. Katerina Onetto, available to speak with anyone. Um, uh, it's on the fourth Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And um, the general support sessions are going to be beginning in February 2020. So that'll be great for uh, patients and caregivers and families who are either going through uh, C. infection or like for our fellow survivors. So, I mean, yeah, I'm really hoping that that maybe may help you in some way too, Jennifer. Oh, yeah. And thank God that you're doing that because, I, you know, if you weren't, 
where would we all be? You know, so. Mm-hmm. Well, we know how important you're, it is. You're really because, helping like you said, a lot of people. You really are. Exactly. And there are not a lot of, like you said, there's not a lot of registered dietitians out there uh, who even understand C-diff, Crohn's, uh, IBS. Um, there just aren't. Uh, it took us uh, months to find uh, Karen, uh, who actually treats uh, C-diff patients in the hospitals and has, a, you know, counseled patients with all kind of GI diagnosis. So it really does right. help. Um right. You know, you and I both know with uh, a lot of patients out there with C. diff, it's really hard. Nutrition is so important. Uh, without and good nutrition her, on board, we just don't heal. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 to ha- and for them to have access to her is amazing. And I hope that they will take advantage of that um, because it's very rare that you have a nutritionist with those kind of skills. Exactly. Well, before we go to break, Jennifer, let's just share the information so people can write it down. Um, For more information about how to register or sign up for Karen or the physicians or the general support, they can go to CDIF Foundation website, which is www.cdifffoundation.org under the support tab. And also, um, you know, they will uh, enter their uh, cell phone number to get a text to remind them. Uh, And like we said, it's free of charge. So we just really appreciate everybody working together, as you know, we all do. And right now we're going to pause for commercial break. When we return, we will continue discussing uh, changes, positive changes that can help, uh, you know, make everybody and help everyone feel better about what's going on, help them feel better in, in healing. And with Jennifer Wood, yeah. our special guest, uh, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. <music> Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4 CDF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Good afternoon, and welcome to C. diff, spores, and more. Today, we have our special guest, Jennifer Woods, a fellow C. diff survivor, discussing positive changes to help you feel better. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer, and welcome back to the program. Thank you. You are so welcome. And Jennifer, thanks so much for sharing your journey um, before we went to break. We really do appreciate that. We know how difficult it is to revisit the, the road um, from being diagnosed to recovery. Uh, and we appreciate you sharing some of the um, great information uh, then, and the positive changes that you took that may help other patients and, and family members and caregivers uh, in ways that, um, you know, positive changes that took place that helped you feel better. So if you wouldn't mind, yeah. um, just sharing some ways uh, with our uh, audience to, and how you decreased your risk for infection uh, and by not contaminating your personal items. Sure. So, um I would say that uh well one of the one of the ways is that you know you can do really pampering, I think you know when we're stuck at home and we're in in one place and we're not feeling well, you know an easy way to pamper yourself is to do a sheet mask you know they they come singularly. So you're going to just take it out of the package, and then when you're done using it, you're going to throw it away. You're not going to reuse it, so it's not going to be getting contaminated. You're going to wash your hands before you use it, but you're going to wash your hands before you're going to use anything when you have the infection, um, and then you're going to throw it away. So it's something that you can, you know, put on your face, relax, feel like your skin is getting a little pampering treatment, and then you can throw it away. These are something you can get, you know, very easily at the drugstore, inexpensive, you know, or you can get them a little more high-end. Um, the other thing that I would really suggest doing is um, if you're using creams in your bathroom, you know, facial creams, uh, hair creams, eye creams, anything of this nature where you are sticking your fingers in them and then applying it to your face, um, the risk of contamination is very high. And um, once you put your finger in that product, you are essentially contaminating the entire jar of product. Um, and if you have not washed your hands, as we know when we have C. diff, um, there's a chance of having those you know, spores on your hand, then you're going to stick your hand in that jar. Um, you're just going to be trashing that whole jar. So what I started doing when I had the infection was just using a Q-tip. And um, it's something that I still do to this day, just keep the risk of contamination low. Use a Q-tip, take a little bit, as much as you're going to need, and then apply it to wherever you need on your face. Um, and that's just going to completely take out the risk of contamination. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, maybe another thing um, besides Q-tips is maybe those um, disposable sticks, the cosmetic sticks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like the popsicle sticks you could even get, um, which you can mm-hmm. find probably at the dollar store. Be exactly. really in an inexpensive way. Um, mm-hmm. I would just suggest just one, not one time use. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step over you. I said the one time use and then just dispose of it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You don't want to be reusing because essentially if you're reusing, you know, it's the same theory. You're sticking it back in and you're, you're putting it on your face. And if your face hasn't, you know, it's contamination. So exactly. you just want to dispose of it. Thanks so much for that, Jennifer. That's great. And Jennifer, what are yeah. some of the ways um, patients can conserve their energy? You know, Everyone's exhausted already before even getting out of the bed. But say that they yeah. want to go and take a shower. So what are some of the yeah. ways to conserve energy on shower days? Yeah. Yeah, this was a really, really tough one for me, especially when I was really sick, deep in the reoccurrences, very low in weight. It is very, very hard to get yourself out of the bed out of whatever area you are in and get in the shower. So hard. Um, so I did kind of come up with a system for myself. And really what I do is um, before I even go in the bathroom, I go and get whatever clothes I'm going to need. So socks, underwear, tank top, T-shirt, sweater, even if I'm wearing slippers, Ugg boots, you know, the whole nine yards, a scarf, you know, if it's cold, everything you're going to need to feel warm when you get out of that shower. Because the biggest thing is, I think for us, we don't want to feel cold, right? We don't want to feel uncomfortable. We're already sick. We're already uncomfortable. And then you get in the shower, you're wet. You're cold. You're tired. So if you can at least have all of your clothes right there ready, right next to the bath, then it's at least one less thing you have to do, cold and wet. Um, I would also suggest uh, bringing your towel right next, right up next to the shower. Bring your, your washcloth right up next to the shower. Um, just anything, any possible thing that you might need for your bath time, have it already ready so that once you're in there, you don't have to think about anything. You just have it all set up, all ready to go, a bottle of water, your shower Bluetooth radio, I mean, whatever it is that you need to feel like you okay, I can do this. I can take a shower. Um, yeah, so. Okay. I think that's, that's great. Uh, and Jen, what are some of the um, additional items that uh, patients or caregivers can bring with them um, into the room? Um, so some of the additional items that some of the caregiver, caregivers 
can bring into the room would be like, uh, I'm sorry. So sorry about that. I got just a little bit distracted. Yep. I'm a little bit nervous. No, I'm sorry. Okay. A little well, nervous. That's okay. A little distracted. Live radio. You know, we don't edit this or anything. Um, so there were some things that were really helpful for me to bring in the shower and help um, for when I was really low energy and really weak. Um, and that would be, you know, you could either bring in an adaptive chair or a stool. Um, and this would help you to, you could just sit in the shower instead of standing there. You can sit in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, they sell ones that if you don't have a stand-up shower, it will um, attach to the side of your 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 tub. Um, they sell all different of these kinds of um, equipment, um, but we do... Mm-hmm. We do really suggest that you take a shower rather than a bath because we don't want you sitting in the spores. So, um, because as you're sitting in the bath water, even if you're clean, you know, you still have the potential to be sitting in those spores. So showers really are what we suggest. And these are some ways that could help you to be able to easier take a shower. There are chairs for showers, standing showers or baths. Um, and you can also rent these from a medical supply store. You can ask, you can ask your doctor for a prescription and be able to, um, get it covered by your insurance. Um, so there's a number of ways. Exactly. Exactly. And that's really great. Thank you so much for that, Jennifer. And right now we're going to reach out to our audience. And uh, if you'd like uh, to receive a large tote bag to help you carry your items from one room to another, uh, then please be the second caller. Call into one 472 5791 This is for today only. And or if you'd like to just drop in email, info at cdiff foundation.org. Uh, the second one we receive, uh, please uh, leave your name, uh, address, phone number, and we will confirm your uh, participation. So that would be wonderful. Yay. And yeah, I think that's great. And you know, other, um, you know, the other positive changes are just like you said, Jen is, uh, you know, conserving energy. That's so important. I mean, we, um, the CDIF patients are already, like you said, exhausted. So, and yeah. caregivers and family members, this takes a lot of stress off of them running back and forth from one room to another also. So, all of these um, great suggestions, we really do appreciate, you know, and right now I think would be a great time. Uh, we are going to break for a commercial. Uh, and on awesome. word, a word from our sponsor. Clorox Healthcare, and we, when we return, we'll be discussing the positive changes that can help you feel better with our special guest, Jennifer Woods. Please stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages.
your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll-free 1-844-4-CDIF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for CDF infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising CDF awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us on November 12th and 13th for the 8th Annual International CDF Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Hilton Boston Logan Airport Hotel in Boston, Massachusetts. To view the conference details and register online, visit the CDF Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 727-205-3922. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org or you can give us a call at 727-205-3922. 3922. Remember to follow us on Twitter at hashtag CDIFF2020. We look forward to meeting you in November. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the show. We're so glad to have you here with us today. And um, this is C. diff spores and more. I'm your host, Nancy Kerala, with our special guest, Jennifer Woods a fellow CDF survivor, here to discuss positive changes to help you feel better. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, Jen, we all know um, how neglected our home environment can become during any illness, not even just CDF. When we're ill, that always seems to fall by the wayside because we just don't feel good and we don't have enough energy, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, Jen, maybe you can share some of the small ways patients and family members and their caregivers um, can help decrease the spread of the germs within the home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely have some suggestions on that. Um so I want to start with laundry. Um, the first thing about laundry is that, you know, when we have an active C. diff infection, we, we really want to be, well, first of all, any soiled items want to be thrown away. I want to start out with that, um, especially heavily soiled items, but any soil, soiled items, really should just be thrown away. Um, other items should really be bleached in hot water. So you want to be using a chlorine, chlorine bleach product with, with laundry soap. And some tips that I found to help with this were um, wearing all white. So I got all white underwear. I bought all white towels. Um, 
you know, I'll wait, I'll wait everything so that everything could just all be thrown in the wash together, white sheets on the bed and, um, you know, buy it inexpensive. Don't go to your usual Victoria's Secret or, you know, high-end store to buy your underwear while you have the C. diff infection. You know, go to a discount store and buy packs of white underwear because, you know, you're not worried about what kind of underwear you're wearing at this time. And then if you need to throw them away, it's not a big deal because they're, you know, they're cheap. So I wore all white for at least a year. And who cares? No one's going to see it. Um, Also, you know, it's really important. And, you know, this is still important for me, even though I don't have C. diff anymore. I'm a survivor now. But you really want to be washing your hands. Washing your hands is really, really, it's key. Um, And when we think about washing our hands, we don't want to think about just, you know, run in the bathroom, turn the sink on, throw our hands under the water, throw some soap on, rub them together, and and turn around and walk away. So, no, it's you need to be a little bit more um, detailed about washing your hands, especially with a C. diff infection. But really, all of us need to be a little bit more, um, paying a little bit more attention to how we're washing our hands. So, you know, we want to use warm water if possible. We want to use, obviously, we want to use soap. If we're using a bar of soap, we want to rinse the soap off prior to washing it to remove any germs. We want to scrub between the fingers. We want to scrub scrub the palms of our hands and tops of our hands for a minimum of 20 to 30 seconds. So you could sing or silently recall the happy birthday song twice. You want to rinse uh, with fingers pointed down into the sink Use a dry, clean towel uh, to dry your hands, and then you want to use a dry towel to turn off the sink faucet. It is just so important to constantly wash your hands. And, um, you know, for me as being in the beauty, doing Instagram beauty and all of that now, I constantly remember before I sit down to do my makeup, I need to wash my hands. I need to have clean hands because... If you're walking around and touching other things and then you're going to go and touch your face or touch your mouth, it is so important that your hands are clean. So very, very, very important to have clean hands. Um, The other thing is um, that it's really important that we be um, changing the linens on our bed regularly. You know, especially when we're dealing with uh, an active C. diff infection, you know, we want to be, especially the fitted sheet on the bottom, we want to be taking that off, you know, regularly and laundering that in bleach. Um, So, you really want to just make sure you're keeping your home environment in general clean. You want to be keeping all those hard surfaces clean. Um, any uh, the bedside, 
anything anything on your bedside bed rails if that's if you know if it applies <laughs> bathroom sinks floors tubs showers toilets doorknobs uh light light switch plates shower doors frequently touched or high touch surfaces you know all these things need to be kept clean um even your your computer touchpads, your cables, your monitors, your kitchen appliances. We need to make sure that we are using an EPA-registered product of choice to keep all of these surfaces clean because these spores are, they're, they're hardy. They're, they're really hardy. Um, and then, you know, we can talk about, obviously, the the bathroom, right? The most important place that you need to keep clean, um, which is something I didn't learn about, I think, until I had the second reoccurrence. And once I learned about it, I became really vigilant. And actually, if you have more than one bathroom in your home, I do recommend using one bathroom for yourself while you're in active infection and your family using the other bathroom. Now, I realize not everyone has that and you can do that but if you can then that is something that you should do um so what we recommend or what the foundation recommends and what what i did was you know remove any of the fabric shower curtains just leave a plastic shower curtain you can take your fabric and you know put it in a baggie put it away for later store it um, don't leave your towels hanging on hooks near the commode where things can be splashed up on them. You want to keep them out of the way where they can stay clean. Um, I personally, and it's recommended that we store, you know, toothbrushes, personal grooming items, towels in, um, a cabinet or uh, Ziploc bags or un- under the vanity, which I kept mine out of the way. Um, use EPA uh, cleaning disposable towels. This was great for me, you know, to really be able to clean with disposable towels and wear disposable gloves while cleaning with disinfectant while disinfectant disinfecting. Um, Use a bleach water one to ten ratio, one club, cup of bleach and nine cups of water made fresh daily. Um, mix a fresh solution every 24 hours due to the bleach strength declines over time and changes the effectiveness after mixing water and keeping the surface wet for 10 minutes. So after you wipe down the surface of the top of the commode, you want to make sure that it stays wet. For 10 minutes. Um, yeah, you want to clean and disinfect all hard, non-porous bathroom surfaces. You want to protect your skin by wearing gloves. You want to make sure everything is disinfectant and remains wet on the surfaces. Allow them to dry. Um, make sure that you're cleaning the seat, the handle, and the lid. Make sure you're disinfecting and cleaning all the non-bathroom areas. Um, and if you do um, 
use a damp disposable or wipe to remove any residue, let that dry as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that about that about wraps wraps that up. Uh, Absolutely, that's great. And you know, when um, a family purchases a an EPA registered product, and there are many of them out there. Please make sure that you read the back of the label, the label on the back side of the product, to uh, follow the directions. Uh, not all of them are, right. you know, spray and wipe. Uh, you may have to keep, like Jennifer said, keep the solution on the hard, non-porous surface for the amount of minutes that it takes to kill the C. diff spore. Uh, the solution, a 1 to 10. It does. It takes 10 minutes uh, to keep the surface wet and saturated with the solution for 10 minutes for it to kill the spores. If you just spray and wipe, you haven't killed any spores. Uh, another thing, the um, wipes that are purchased in the grocery store, a lot of them, if you read carefully, do not have bleach product in them, which means they're great for disinfecting other germs. Fabulous for the flu and other, you know, um, illnesses, but they will not right. kill C. diff spores, right? And I know right. we have had a lot of families call us on that, and it's a learning process. So if you yep. have any questions from a, per, from a product that you did purchase, there is an, uh, an 800 or a toll-free number in the back of the product, uh, the label. Please feel free to call and contact the manufacturer. Contact, speak to a customer service representative who manufactured the product. Make sure that you um, receive the information that you're looking for from them, uh, especially uh, with timing. Uh, can it be used on uh, granite or marble or other surfaces that we may not have mentioned? Uh, a lot of the bleach products cannot be utilized on granite. They cannot be utilized mm -hmm. on marble. So these things, um, you have to really read the back of the product. But, you know, we just, um, we appreciate uh, Jennifer going through the list of, you know, uh, not only EPA registered products, uh, but also the, how to um, disinfect the restroom area and the non-restroom areas, um, you know, like bedside, dining tables, counters. If there are hard, non-porous surface, most products can be used. But again, check the product label. Uh, you know, even um, the front doorknob, if it's made of a certain yeah. uh, material, uh, that's another question for the manufacturer. But Jennifer, we appreciate you going through all of this home disinfecting, uh, home cleaning, and how to keep the environment at home a lot safer for patients and their families. So, and right now we are going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be reviewing the entire program today with Jennifer Wood and discussing positive changes and how they can make you feel better. Please stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Join us on November 12th and 13th for the 8th Annual International C. Diff Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Hilton Boston Logan Airport Hotel in Boston, Massachusetts. To view the conference details and register online, visit the C. Diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 727-205-3922. Again, that's cdifffoundation.org or you can give us a call at 727-205-3922. Remember to follow us on Twitter at hashtag CDIFF2020. We look forward to meeting you in November. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thanks so much for joining us today. Here we are today. We're discussing positive changes that affect how you feel with our fellow C. diff survivor, Jennifer Woods. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jennifer, and welcome back to the program. Thank you. My pleasure. Well, we are so grateful that you are here and sharing the big and small ways that helped you manage your way and the positive changes that you took to help you feel better through the infection. And you know what? This can be used for actually utilized in every patient and family, uh, no matter what their illness may be. Uh, we know we have a lot of our cancer patients who are diagnosed with C. diff. So, and they, you know, are like, it's a double, um, a double, you know, doubly hard uh, road to travel. So we just thank you so much for sharing your journey, Jennifer. And um, right now, if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes to just review, um, you know, some of the positive changes and what we discussed today in, in the program. Sure, sure, yeah. So um, a couple of the other things that I really feel personally have helped me um, have, one, been daily affirmations, you know, um, when I wake up in the morning, just telling myself it's going to be a good day, my body is healing, um, you know, positive messages in my mind. And I really think that helping my mind to stay on this positive track just, it helps me to stay in a positive frame of mind. Instead of starting the day off in that negative, oh, I'm not going to feel good again today. Oh, it's going to be another one of those days. Oh, I'm going to feel like you know what. And then that roller coaster of negativity starts rolling and, you know, our emotions can make us feel physically worse. Um, and I really feel like when I have those days where I'm really 
in tune with those affirmations and doing those affirmations, it makes a huge difference for me. So I really did want to mention that because I think it's something that's worth just trying for a couple of days and seeing if it does help to start to change your mind into a positive um, state. Even if you're stuck in bed, even if you've been stuck in bed for months, even if you can't go anywhere because that's where I was. And um, trying to have a more positive outlook can only help you. Um, having some some candles, even battery-operated op- candles around with um, some soft, calming music, having an area where is a calming area, maybe a p- separate from the area where you spend all your time, um, where you can just feel calm and relax and maybe do some meditation, um, having possibly, you know, an essential oil vaporizer if you don't have any respiratory illness or asthma to add to that calming environment. Um, also, just being kind to yourself, not being up yourself on yourself for being sick all the time because I think that that's something that a lot of us do. You know, every day, what's wrong with me? Why am I still sick? Why is my body doing this to me? Why am I blah, 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 blah? That does not help. It really doesn't. And we need to really just go, you know what? It's okay. I love myself. I'm a good person. I'm going to be all right. You know, give yourself a little bit more support. You know, give your body more support. Give your body rest and healing. Um, hydrate yourself. Allow yourself to have that. Um, because I think we spend a lot of time beating ourselves up, feeling guilty, feeling bad about these illnesses, C. diff, yes, whatever else that you have. It, it, this guilt and beating up, is it's never going to help. It's only going to make it worse. Um, taking a breath of fresh air, get outside. Even if you can only step outside on your front step and stand there for two minutes every day, it's going to help. So, yeah, those are, those are some of my suggestions. And, you know, I think all the things we talked about today, really, um, the ones I spoke about with the shower really were the most helpful for me and keeping my area in general clean. You know, um, those are really some of, some of the most helpful that we talked about today. You know, bringing, bringing my clothes in the shower, bringing everything in the shower and getting it ready so that when I got out and I was freezing cold, I had my clothes right there. That was the most helpful for me because it made me more willing to take a shower. Exactly. And Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing all these wonderful suggestions and tips. uh, And everything that helped you uh, can help others. And that's what we're all about here at the C. diff Spores and More and C. diff Foundation. So we really do appreciate all that you do for fellow C. diff survivors and also for the patients and families who are now being treated and uh, recovering from a C. diff infection. So we just want to say thank you again for joining us today on C. diff Spores and More. We're so grateful that you are dedicated to helping the others. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. 
Well, we are. We're really grateful. And at this time, um, the members of the CJA Foundation wish to acknowledge all the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health, the organizations and professionals who are researching and developing new products and ways to address C. difficile infections in prevention, treatment, protecting the gut microbiome, clinical trials, diagnostics, and environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. difficile infection clinical trials that are in progress, please take a moment and visit our website, cdifoundation.org, and help them to help you to help others. Also, I just want to say save the date, and we look forward to seeing you November 12th and 13th at the Hilton Boston Logan Airport Hotel, where we will be hosting the eighth annual International CDF Conference and Health Expo. Uh, registration will be open in February, and November is Raising CDF Awareness Month. And to learn more about the the conference and the way, any way that we can raise awareness together, please visit the website. We thank you for your continued support in every way, and we send out our get well wishes to all patients being treated and recovering from a C. diff infection and the many wellness training illnesses being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our reminder that none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. 